Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Very pleased to be joined from the Action Network, one of the best in the business, Brett McMurphy. Brett, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Hey, great, great to be with you again. Okay, so uh, let's start with the Michigan news today because it's it's multifaceted. Blake Corum, unfortunately, is out for the year with the knee injury. Tried to give it a go against Ohio State. And then there's the Mozzie Smith situation. What have you learned about each? Uh, about the Smith situation, to be honest, um, not very much. I'm, there's a million things going on. That's not what I'm tracking. Uh, yeah. You know, Obviously, losing uh, Corey is not really a surprise, uh, but the fact that he is officially out for the year with the with the knee injury, uh, he's going to go under undergo season-ending knee surgery. Obviously, is a, is a blow to the Wolverines. They don't think they needed him in Indianapolis this week, but certainly, uh, you know, in the playoff, if they want to get past the first round this time, you know. Having somebody with, with his talent would obviously be a, a huge boost to them. So we'll we'll have to see how that impacts. And they were fine without him against Ohio State. I know that. No, no question. Got Donovan Edwards because when Penn State played Michigan, Jack Ham and I were doing our preview going into before we did the game, and we both said the guy to watch for was Donovan Edwards. So, uh, so now You're let's right. get to <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So let's get to now the coaching news part of it. Florida Atlantic opened up. Cincinnati is open. What uh, took Florida Atlantic in the Tom Herman direction? Uh, his success at Texas and Houston. I mean, he's, you know, 71% winning percentage. Uh, he's been to a bowl game every year. He's been to two Power Five bowls. Excuse me, two New Year's Six bowls and won those. Um, you know, Tom wanted to get back uh, into, into coaching. And I think what makes him attractive for Florida Atlantic is, you know, Tom was 22-4 and four at Houston in a group of five. So he, he knows how to coach when you don't have all the resources. Obviously, he had those at Texas. But people forget, he's 32-18 and 18 at Texas. Some guy named Steve Sarkeesian right now, he's two games over 500. So, right. um you know, you can kind of spin it however you want, but I think they got a great coach. He's an incredibly uh, innovative offensive mind, former offensive coordinator at Ohio State, at Iowa State. Um, I, I think he'll, I think he'll do great there. He'll be in a conference. You know, they're moving to the American. I think he'll be successful there, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him back, jump back up to the uh, Power Five level in a year or so. Well, it did a world of wonder for Lane Kiffin to go from there to then eventually Absolutely. get back to, yep. to Ole Miss. Uh, that that's certainly part of it right there. Next up, uh, Cincinnati's open. There have been some talk that Brian Hartline might interview for that. The Ohio State wide receivers coach. Uh, what's the latest on that? Yeah, he he sent out the tweet basically saying uh, I'm staying at Ohio State. So that usually means one of two things. <laughs> <laughs> one he turned one he turned down an offer, or two he didn't get an offer. I'm going to go with right. he didn't get an offer because this agree. early in the game you wouldn't come out and and say that. 
Um, I don't I don't know where they're going to go. That's this that's the most fascinating opening that's still out there because they're making the move to the Big 12. It's obviously more attractive than it was six months ago, and you've kind of Cincinnati's got that you know kind of that Midwestern vibe, that Midwestern feel. So does that kind of limit your your candidates? Do you want to stick with the you know, or do you want to maybe go for a a, a wild card that's not from that area? I, I really don't know what direction they're going to go, but it seems like they're looking at a lot of guys, you know, in that Big Ten Midwestern footprint. Without playing a game, Auburn got eliminated from the bowl picture today. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and believe me, I saw better Auburn up close year. and personal. <laughs> better luck next year. I saw him up close and personal. They didn't deserve one. But New Mexico State did get the waiver, didn't they, Brett? They did, yeah. And for people that remember Jerry Kill when he was at Minnesota, he yep. just finished his first year at New Mexico State. And the Aggies will be making only their second bowl trip in 61 years. So I, I talked to Jerry uh, earlier this week, and I said, I go, you're 60-61, right? And he goes, I'm 61. And I said, so... New Mexico State's only been to one bowl game since you've been alive. Because, well, that's one way to put it. So, good news for him. And look, I know you know there's a lot of people say there's too many bowls. You know, we can debate that. But you know, look, I have no problem with a team that's got five wins that's fighting to get to a bowl game. I'd rather see that that team in a bowl than a than an Auburn or a, or a Power Five school that didn't meet their expectations and only has five wins. I get Texas A&M and see them go out and play in a bowl that they don't care about. At least, at least they're really going to care about it and, and have a great time. Uh, New Mexico State and Rice, by the way, are the two that are now guaranteed spots. Buffalo needs to beat Akron tomorrow, uh, tomorrow to get, obviously, in. If they lose, it's UNLV. Uh, so now let's get to the Penn State situation with the Rose Bowl. You there buried is the that. lead. I thought that was like our lead lead segment, but go ahead. Well, I know it was the lead segment, but I wanted to get – I didn't want the other stuff to get lost in the shuffle. How about that? Uh, I so, understand. Yeah, so now we're going to get to the lead, and that is Penn State. Uh, there is the, quote, the caveat in the selection process. Last year, Ohio State went – they are allotted 20,000 tickets for the for the Rose Bowl because as the Big Ten representative, they only sold 13. They sent seven back. That doesn't usually happen. So how is it happening that, that Penn State has the door open to them to go to Pasadena? Well, it's kind of twofold. Ohio State has kind of not so subtly let the Rose Bowl know that, you know, maybe we should go somewhere else. And I think the Rose Bowl is fine with that. I've been told the Rose Bowl you know, was looking at Penn State anyway. And basically, you know, again, if if one of the top four teams lose and Ohio State moves up into the top four, this is all a moot point. Um, but actually it's not. Excuse me. If Ohio State gets into the playoff, Penn State's into the Rose Bowl. So um, it looks pretty solid right now. Penn State would be in the Rose Bowl no matter what. But if Ohio State does not get into the playoff, the Rose Bowl has the opportunity to choose a team in a similar ranking neighborhood. Um, not, does They are not locked into the highest-ranked team if the Big Ten champ is not available. And, you know, Ohio State would have been three of the past five years. Penn State, 
uh, you know, you may have the, the countdown to how many days it's been since you've been to the Rose Bowl, but uh, it's been several years. And I think that they want Penn State. They want some new blood. More than likely, it's going to be Washington. It could be USC. Um, so that'll be a great trip for the Nittany Lions. If somehow, some way, they don't, Penn State does not end up in the Rose Bowl, something weird happens this weekend, uh, you know, they're still in a great spot. They could, they would at that point be headed most likely to the Cotton Bowl. Um, this, the short version is the Orange Bowl takes the highest ranked team from the Big Ten in the SEC. So if Penn State does not go to the road, there's probably going to be Alabama out there. Uh, or someone else from the SEC that would rank above Penn State that would keep Penn State out of the orange. Um, but as, a, as we talk right now, these things get very fluid and change a lot in the last 48 hours. As we talk right now, I would – look, if you're going to buy a plane ticket, don't make sure it's refundable. But I would absolutely get a plane ticket if it's refundable because I think Penn State's going to be in Pasadena and I will be there no matter what teams are there, and it's uh, one of my favorite bowl trips of the year. Well, good. I'll get to see you then if that's the case. Uh, Absolutely. Which I'm looking forward to. Uh, So, Ohio State, if form holds this weekend, is it the Orange Bowl that's the most likely destination for Ohio State? Yeah. The Orange Bowl has to take – it's in their contract. They have to take the highest-ranked available team from the SEC – from the Big Ten or Notre Dame after the college football playoff is filled, after the Rose Bowl picks its team, and after the Sugar Bowl picks its team. So after all those eight teams are gone, Ohio State at number five is the highest-ranked available team. They they would automatically go to the Orange Bowl. That's not a negotiation. That's not a – they can say, well, we don't want to go to the Orange. We want to go to the Cotton. They are locked into the Orange. It's different right. than the Rose because the Rose has the opportunity to make a choice. The Cotton does not. So there was an earlier in the year when Penn State um, looked like they would be the highest-ranked team of those mix. I was projecting Penn State into the orange. Um, but now with this twist by the Rose picking Penn State, it automatically puts Ohio State in the orange. Gotcha. And then then Tennessee would probably. Either Clemson or North Carolina. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, And Clemson plays North Carolina this weekend. Of the 12 team playoff, one thing that the top four highest ranked conference champions get the bye. That means Notre Dame can never get the bye under the 12 team playoff. And I have to give you credit. You threw UConn's name in there. That was hey, that, yeah, I love that. That was UConn good. UConn and loved, Army too. They hey, can't get a bye. I, I grew up in Connecticut. I thought that was great. Okay. <laughs> so, there, there was one one person liked it. So when that, yeah, I, when they determined that that's how it was going to be, the initial reaction was Notre Dame screwed. Notre Dame screwed. They can't get a bye. Guess what? Jack Swarbrick, Notre Dame's AD, was on the committee that came up with yes. that that plan they that they have no issues with that why is that because notre dame's looking at it this way if we're one of the top eight teams we will host a first round game on campus yep and the amount of money that that will bring to the south bend area number two if we're good enough we're going to win that game and now we're in the final eight with everybody else number three we can stay an independent and do our own thing and we're fine with it so 
they would rather stay in independent as opposed to getting a potential first-round buy and be joining a conference. So Notre Dame is 100% behind this. People that think it's a negative towards Notre Dame, they're missing the boat because Notre Dame's absolutely for this and loves this. And, hey, I'm just glad we get this sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Completely agree with that. Uh, the contract then will then restart for 26. We expect multiple TV bidders at that point and multiple partners to carry it. Does that open potentially the door to 16? No, they're going to – I know I I know I pissed off the playoff people. Yeah, I, I tweeted after they announced the 12th team. I said, when do we go to 16? No, they're going to – they're locked in. They will be locked into 12 teams. They'll probably make it another 12-year deal. So okay. if my um, if my Oklahoma State uh, education is paying off here, 26 and 12, we would probably be a 12-team playoff through like 30 – the 38th season. Yeah, they will not – I don't see them going to 16 um, until the next deal expires. You're right, though. They, they're going to have multiple bidders, and they will have multiple partners. The way the Super Bowl is on a different network every year, they will absolutely have multiple partners. What will be fascinating to see is, is it ESPN? Is it Fox? Is it NBC? Is it all of the above? Does Amazon try to, try to get in on this? All I know is – they're going to make $450 billion more by doing this. So um, that's why they're that's why they're expanding. I'm shocked that money's a key factor. All right. First, first right. time ever. Money's a factor in college athletics. I mean, you and I are in for the passion of it. Exactly. <laughs> Brett, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Hopefully we can talk again shortly. You got it. See you in Pasadena.